I'm a futurist. I am British. I am Pakistani. I live in Dubai. And I have dedicated my life to breaking boundaries, challenging the norm, and disrupting businesses to make the future a better place. The Alpha Talks podcast crafts you and your business into an alpha, not for the faint-hearted. I am Sefer Hakim, serial entrepreneur and your success mentor, founder of the Alpha Movement, and people call me the Alpha. And that's for a reason, of course. With 20 plus years of experience and eight figures portfolio of businesses, myself and the show guests will be striking thunder of top-notch listening in business and mindset. No bull, just first-class value, not like others. So join us now to become your own version of an alpha. Welcome back, Alphas, to a new inspiring episode of the Alpha Talks podcast. Today in the studio, I've got a very special alpha for you today. We have the honor of hosting a remarkable entrepreneur and an investor whose commitment to driving positive change is truly unparalleled. With a background rooted in London and a passion for science that has shaped her entire career, our guest has made significant strides in the field of sustainable technology investment. Her early experience at CAS Business School and her time at Ernest & Young laid the foundation for her great career. Beyond her remarkable achievements in business, our guest is an advocate for gender equality and empowerment. Sometimes people don't like empowerment and inspiring, serving as a powerful role model for women aiming to break barriers in the world of tech and science. Her dedication to fostering a culture of success and sustainability has not only shaped her investments, but has also inspired countless individuals around the globe. Please join me in welcoming the visionary, trailblazing entrepreneur Saba Youssef as we explore her remarkable journey, insights, and impact of her work on the world. Without further ado, let's welcome Saba to the app, the Alpha Talks podcast. Welcome, Saba. Thank, Thank you, you so for much. being with us today. Pleasure. So before we start, I usually have a question. Let's say once we broadcast the episode, people will look at the thumbnail they will see the title and they will think it's interesting. Mm. What can we promise them today that they will gain if they gave us their time? What you'll gain today is the concept of futurism. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a topic that people do not discuss enough because perhaps they're not even aware what it is. Uh -huh, true. Yeah. It's interesting. Mm. So stay tuned. <laughs> so let's start off with, tell us, who am I? Yeah. My name is Sabi Yusuf. Yeah. I'm a futurist. I am British. I am Pakistani. I live in Dubai. And I have dedicated my life to breaking boundaries, challenging the norm, and disrupting businesses to make the future a better place I love after that. we leave it. I love that. It's a very short one, but very strong and solid. Let's tell us a, a little bit about your upbringing in London. How, first of all, the upbringing itself, and how did it shape Saba now? You know, I was very, I feel very lucky to be born and raised in London. Um, I got access to the best education, so much culture, but I also saw a lot of hypocrisy. Mm -hmm. And that is a reason why I'm in the field that I'm in today, ironically. So, I mean, it's great for entrepreneurship. You get to see all the success, you get to see entrepreneurs thrive. And when you see something when you're growing up, it makes you think you can attain it too. True. Right? You don't think it's too far a reach. It's like the circle where you're in. Yes, you. yeah. exactly. 
But I saw a lot of hypocrisy in the world of sustainability mm -hmm. because I saw very successful companies pretending to be sustainable and greenwashing. And that's the bit I had a problem with. Uh -huh. So London is great, but it's a double-edged sword for me. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about your childhood. Oh, how long have and you got? <laughs> what are particular moments in your life that shaped you now? You know, my childhood, I was very fortunate, but it was also a very tough childhood. Financially, we were, we were safe. But emotionally, it was tough for me. So I had a very disciplined upbringing, which I have to thank my parents for. Mm -hmm. I had to work very, very hard. And I had a strict schedule. I had to be a straight A student. And my parents made me understand the concept of hard work. Mm -hmm. And I will thank them forever for that. But emotionally, it was very tough. Mm -hmm. uh, my parents had quite a bad divorce when I was about 13. And it sort of made me an introvert. Oh. I went inside myself and I wasn't very social and I relied on my alone time to get mm -hmm. through life. Mm -hmm. I became quite reclusive when I was a kid. And because I was so obsessed with science, science is actually what got me through my parents' divorce. Mm -hmm. I bet you haven't heard yeah, that before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell me how. Yeah. So when I, when I was stressed and I was upset or I was crying about my parents fighting, mm. I, would, I would leave the house and I'd walk to the nearest library. Mm. Because, you know, the library is always quiet. Yeah. So when you have the option of a quiet library or listening to your parents yeah. fight, you, you choose a quiet True. place. I, I was a child. So I started reading up on books on, on how to overcome anxiety, stress, fear, how to deal with being a child of divorce. Mm -hmm. And I read a lot of science books. And it taught me how to rewire your neurons to overcome anxiety and fear. Wow. Because I had tried therapy. Mm -hmm. It didn't work didn't on work me. Out. Maybe I had yeah. the wrong therapist. I would leave therapy feeling worse. No way. Than before. <laughs> yeah. So you, your time in library had a, a really positive effect on you. Yes, because I was mm. just studying science. Mm -hmm. I taught myself how to rewire my brain cells, which is your, your neurons. Wow. Yeah. Because, you know, everything you do rewires your neurons. Mm -hmm. Not only meditation, mm -hmm. listening to music. Everything you do rewires your neurons. True. Uh, give, give me your hand. I'll show you. Just rewire the neurons. Done. <laughs> <laughs> Next time someone asks for your hand, you're going to think this twice. Is, yeah. <laughs> but it's true. It's true. So when you have that, that knowledge, you really take care about all of your decisions because you understand that everything is conditioning you up here. Mm -hmm. And so that's how science helped me get through adversity when I was young. I love that. <laughs> then move, let's move a little bit to CAS Business School. Yeah. How did it affect you as well? Because it's one of the respectful business schools. Sure. So how being in CAS helped you be yeah. You know, I really enjoyed my degree subjects. So mm -hmm. I studied, it was a joint honors, mm -hmm. economics and uh, accountancy. Mm -hmm. And I majored in advanced econometrics, which is the math of economics, because wow. I love math. Yeah. I loved the degree. Mm -hmm. I learned a lot about economics. Mm -hmm. I learned about how to allocate scarce resources mm -hmm. and decision making and game theory. But I didn't learn anything about sustainability. I love game theory in general. Yeah, yeah right? So. <laughs> we'll do a separate yeah, podcast just on game so. theory. <laughs> I didn't learn much about sustainability. Mm -hmm. Policy was not even on the agenda. I think maybe it hadn't even started. I graduated mm -hmm. in 2009. Mm -hmm. So I had to sort of teach myself and find out what was really going on. Mm -hmm. But as, as a university, the, the, the curriculum, I loved it. Yes. And... After university, you joined Ernest & Young. Yes. Am I correct? Yes. Ernest & Young is a big corporation. It is. It is. Yeah. How did it shape you as well? Oh, so many ways. Yeah. No, I was only How there for two years. 
two years? So I'll tell you, when I was 20, I did the undergrad internship. Mm -hmm. And then usually if you're you know, good yeah. enough, they offer you a job. Mm -hmm. So I did the undergrad, I got the job, I was really happy. And I, I had to go through a lot when mm -hmm. I was at NC Young. I learned a lot about how to work in industry. I learned a lot about how to work with other people. I learned Pressure. very good uh, uh, people skills. Mm -hmm. How do I work under pressure? I was I was up at five every morning in the gym and then I had to be at my desk by 7.30. So there's a lot mm, of discipline. True. Uh, at a young age, this is a good time yeah. to mold you. But I did have some encounters with some brief sexual discrimination mm -hmm. in, in the workplace. Mm -hmm. And I think it was an important thing that I actually had to go through because it really opened my eyes. Oh, okay. I was a bit naive mm -hmm. before, you know. Mm -hmm. And then what made you leave Ernest and Young. So the plan was I was only ever going to stay there for a few years. Okay. And my dad wanted me to join his family business, which was property and real estate. Okay. And he doesn't have any sons. Mm -hmm. So the pressure was on me. Ah, so you did? No, I didn't. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I tried. Uh -huh. I tried for a few months and I was so bad at it mm -hmm. because I had zero interest. Oh, it's not your passion. It's not zero your passion. Mm -hmm. And I said to my dad, if you force me to do this, I will make you bankrupt. Uh -huh. <laughs> so Literally. I said, but you so tried. Bad. I tried. Yeah. You always got to try yeah. in life. And try it everything. It didn't click with you. No. And he could see it as well. I had zero motivation to, to do well. In it. Mm -hmm. So as I, you know, I'm always obsessed with science. So I, I moved into to science. I started investing, allocating part of my family office into science investments. Well, I call it STEM, mm -hmm. science, tech, engineering, yeah. and math. But what attracted you to invest in science? And mm. what are your principles for investing? Oh, I, you know, I keep my principles very, very simple, mm -hmm. I would say. I call it KISS. Keep it simple and yes, sexy. Yeah, true. <laughs> Not straight. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> <Not> straight. <laughs> but um, I have always had this weird curiosity about science since I remember. Yeah. Um, so when you are so interested in something, if you're not doing that, you don't feel like yourself. True. You know, mm -hmm. if that's, and that's what happened when I went to work in property. Yeah. And the same actually in Ernest and Young. It's a totally different thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was passionate about doing well, but it was almost like taking an mm -hmm. exam. Okay, fulfill the assignment next. Uh, uh, deadline done. That's get all, it done. It I didn't mean you. anything to me. So my my principles for investing are: is the founder authentic? I have to always meet the founder, not on Zoom online. I have mm. to look into their yeah. eyes. If the founder is authentic, there's a high chance that he or she will align with the business True. all the time. Mm -hmm. And he or she will be loyal to the business. Mm -hmm. That's something that I've I've learned. Mm -hmm. I have to sit with the founder, and also the technology or the the formula that I'm investing. In, it has to solve a pain point that I care about. Okay. And what I care about is different to what you care yeah. about. If it's not solving a pain point that I can relate to, I don't think I will do well in it. Mm -hmm. That that that's my and the founding team. Thought. Do you do, mm -hmm. do you check the founding team? Of course, yeah. I mean, you do normal due diligence, mm -hmm. you know, and they do normal due diligence on me. True. We clear up any questions. But you can see every business plan in the world or all the decks. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean anything until you meet you the, the founder. founder. As a female. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And especially in tech, which is dominated by male. Sure. How do you think being a female investor and the important thing, is there any bottlenecks that you faced, any kind of discriminations? Yeah. And what are your advice to female investors that want to enter the tech Yeah, industry? you know, it's so nice. Uh, every day I see more females mm -hmm. entering the, the world of STEM, whether they're investing or trying to do research. And I love seeing it. 
But what I would encourage women to do is to speak about it more. Mm -hmm. I'm speaking about it on podcasts. I do public speaking. That will inspire the next woman to go for it. Mm -hmm. If she also speaks up about it, maybe on her social media, that will inspire the next woman. It's mm -hmm. a pay it forward kind of system. True. This is how we will get more women and men mm -hmm. in STEM. Since you talked about inspiration, I'll go back. You know, I like to go back yeah. before. Yeah. Who inspired you at your early? Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. But first of all, yeah. businessmen and women are not inspirational to me. Mm -hmm. Famous people are not inspirational to me. I couldn't mm -hmm. care less. Scientists are very inspirational to me. But uh -huh. I do have one idol. Mm -hmm. You're going to laugh. It's David Bowie. <laughs> okay. Can you explain why? I'm obsessed yeah. with him. Mm -hmm. um, he wasn't even in my era, yeah. but... Besides his, his cool songs mm -hmm. and cool fashion, he was always a futurist. He was always Correct. disrupting the world's vision. And he was trying to make us see what the world really is. Mm -hmm. And he was just way ahead of everyone else at that time, I felt. Mm -hmm. And growing up, I always felt a bit different. And I didn't understand myself. I didn't have anyone to talk to. And just listening to his quotes made me feel really safe. Ah, and he's quite... Yeah, it, it really, really helped me get through life. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> If we're talking about investments, yeah. what keeps you motivated to go and invest in tech? What keeps me motivated? Yeah. It really is... We talked about podcasts when you start, that yeah. you already your hand is full in general. Yeah. So you can't take any more products. No, I'm actually at full capacity until yeah. 2025. Oh my God. Okay, <laughs> what would motivate you to take something on more? When I look at the future impact, and I don't mean in 10 years time, mm -hmm. I mean in thousands of years time. You see, as a futurist, we mm -hmm. don't look at the big picture. We look at the biggest picture possible. Okay. So the decision you make today is going to impact people in thousands of years. Mm -hmm. So when I'm looking at an investment opportunity, I have to think, is this going to help people? in the long term. I'm a long-termist. Mm -hmm. I don't believe in short-term gain. I believe in short-term sacrifice that's, for long-term gain. That's very interesting because my question will be, how do you balance between the profit mm. and your vision? Because running a business yeah. at the end of the day is you're running it for... Yeah. Oh, oh look, we're not running a charity here. We 100%. have to make money so that I can True. invest in the next thing. So how do you balance it with having an impact? Yeah, it's, it's a tricky one because yeah. sustainable tag and green tag, usually the ROI takes longer. True. It's, not, you don't, it's not a one-hit wonder. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people, they, they come to me and they ask me, um, oh, Sabs, oh, oh, what should I start? What, what should I do to make money? Mm -hmm. What should I start? What's making money right now? And I tell them, you're asking me the wrong question. Mm -hmm. Think of a formula. One plus yeah. one equals two. Say two is money. If you, if you try to get to two, 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 how do I get two? How do I get two all the time? You won't get it. Yeah. If you look at solving one plus one, You will get, get to just mm -hmm. look at what you're doing. What pain point are you solving? And it will definitely make money. So money is never my priority. Mm -hmm. It's always the formula. How am I going to get there? What am I doing? Am I being true to myself? What pain point am I fixing? Mm -hmm. I love that. Why <laughs> you chose tech? Just like out of, out what? of why so, tech? Yeah. So I originally chose science. Yeah. And then I understood that science is very connected to tech. Mm -hmm. So I had to teach myself about tech because yeah. I knew nothing. Mm -hmm. I still don't know too much. Yeah. Um, but I'm educating myself. At the end of the day, education is free. So you have to keep absorbing it, learn as much as you can. And when you can merge tech with science, it's even stronger. 
basically, True. but it was never my initial mm -hmm. wish. I always actually wanted to stay away from mm -hmm. it and focus on pure science, mm -hmm. but now everything is mixing with everything, so you have to True. kind of know more. And what about AI now? Oh, I mean, yeah. AI. Are you that, looking at something like that now or not? That is such a good question. Thank yeah. you for asking that. You know, I battle with people every day mm -hmm. about AI. Mm -hmm. I speak to my trolls yeah. on Instagram true, about AI true, true. <laughs> because, you know, it's all connected, mm -hmm. right? Science, tech, and AI is all connected. And people, they write to me on Instagram and they say, you know, the world is going to end because of AI. AI is going to take over and kill us all. Okay, let me think about it from a futurist's mm -hmm. point of view. AI could wipe out humanity or AI might be able to coexist with humanity. I'll give you True. an example. We have the ability to wipe out chimpanzees tomorrow. Mm -hmm. We could as humans, but we don't because we're not motivated to wipe out chimpanzees. True. So the only reason AI would wipe us out as humans is if they need to, if they're motivated to, if AI develops with bad intention. Yeah. Okay. Second thing, if you look at history, like I told you, futurists, we look at the biggest picture possible. Go, go back into mm -hmm. history. Civilizations die out and they're taken over by more intelligent civilizations. True. Eventually, we are going to die out as humans. Mm -hmm. It will happen and someone's going to be next. So if it's AI, then good luck to them. I mean, you can't fight <laughs> history. That This is survival of the fittest. Big, if big they're fitter, the yeah. But if yeah. AI is fitter, then they should overtake us. I'm just calling a spade mm -hmm. a spade. I'm not asking to die tomorrow. I'm just, I'm just saying this is a reality. Mm -hmm. True. So why are we scared of AI when it actually could be the best thing that ever happened to us if today we take the decision of having good intentions with mm -hmm. AI? If we can all collectively do that, the future will be great. And that is re that is futurism in a nutshell. True. Trying to make best decision today Leverage. so that in a million years we're good. True. Do you use AI now? Uh, every day of my life. Every day. I don't know how yeah. I didn't <laughs> survive before. But you, AI from a perspective of what, like for example, ChatGPT or like more sophisticated? Oh, uh, everything. So we use it in our business mm -hmm. um, to to kind of save money on operations yeah. and on all mm -hmm. that. And we have all these plugins oh. and cool things. And then I used ChatGPT the other day to compose a message to my best friend. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I was struggling to find the words. The I was having a bimbo moment. Yeah. So I just prompted AI correctly. Mm -hmm. And it gave me a lovely heartfelt message that I, that I then forwarded. I just copy and paste it. And in, even in business, uh, light frivolous things like Dex. Mm -hmm. My team uses AI. Yeah. Content creation, True. we use AI. I, I really see AI as a positive thing. And I think if if we just look into history, we'll be able to not fear it so much because mm -hmm. it really doesn't have to be that bad. It's extremely helpful. I agree. A couple of days back, I had an interview mm. with a recruiter, mm. I would say. Even recruiting now, they're having AI to help in recruiting. I'm sure. So you just plug the job role. Nice. And in a second, it gives you candidates. Wow. And in seconds, wow. it can put these candidates into screening, uh, tests, ta 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 ta, grade them for you, and voila, here Fantastic. you go. So it's really Fantastic. helpful in yeah. different areas, yeah. though. Let's see how it will go. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Yeah. I'm I'm fighting every day to make AI positive. We don't want to be left. Not negative. True, but you, know? you don't. So some people are fighting it <clears throat> and not leveraging it. Oh no no no! I I fully endorse it. Yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. And with every innovation, there's going to be a, 
gonna be a few bad guys in the mix. Uh, we have to control it in a way. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk a little bit about some things as entrepreneur, successful entrepreneur. Yeah. Your day is full. Yeah. How do you manage? I would say like healthy. I don't want to say work-life balance, but to have a balance. Strategies that you use. You know, I got to be honest with yeah. you. I've never had a work-life balance. Mm, true. <laughs> I don't think 100%. I've mm. ever, mm. I, I can't lie. Mm. What I do is every year I prioritize something. So that makes me feel a little better and balanced. Okay. I just think this year, this is my priority. Mm. This year, this is my priority. Because if you can rate things in order of priority, it actually helps you find some sort of balance mm -hmm. but what i have learned is that it's never equal it's I, I don't think i can live totally that equal agree. life that people talk about please teach doesn't me <laughs> and it, i believe it doesn't exist yeah. and i believe sometimes we can call it work life integration yeah uh, right, right, right. Balance, it's in, it's impossible mm. did you have a setback or a failure that taught you a big lesson i have so many <laughs> share with us um taught me a lesson mm -hmm. yeah I think there is a lesson in every failure. Mm. I'm quite proud of my my failures. It means I tried. Um, yeah, there was one where I went against my gut and I went, went against my moral compass. Mm. And I invested with a guy who was very obviously a bad guy. Mm -hmm. But I was greedy oh, okay. because mm -hmm. the deal was really mm -hmm. good. And I knew I shouldn't have gone into business with him. And I regretted it after I paid for it, after mm -hmm. I lost money. And since then, I, I catch myself. Yeah. If I ever feel that way again, I catch myself. So you go with your gut. And I ran, remind myself, yeah. always go with my gut. Guts. So in my career, I always go with my gut. In my personal life, I yeah. never go with my gut. <laughs> Irrational now. <laughs> yeah. The rational brain will work. But it's absolutely true. Yeah. A lot of success figures, like even the Amazon guy, Jeff, yeah. when, when he started Amazon, it was totally on gut. The guy was working for Wall Street, yeah. and it has just, I want to, I feel I want to open a bookstore. And yeah. he went with his guts. Yeah. Now it's Amazon. How do you deal with failures? You know what I do? I talk to my mentors mm -hmm. because I, I can't talk to my family members because I feel they don't understand. And they're almost too close to me. So I talk to my mentors. Whenever I'm feeling down, defeated, weak, mm -hmm. I pick up the phone to whoever mentor has time for me that day. And they remind me, I'm Sabi Yusuf shake it off mm -hmm. and start again tomorrow. How many mentors do you have? I have three. A three mentors. Yeah. In different... All different uh, fields. Uh, one is a South Korean. Yeah. One is um, Marilyn, uh, Marilyn Crawford. She's mm -hmm. in New York. She's probably mm -hmm. the one I speak to the most. Yeah. She is in celebrity and marketing and branding. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have so many different... It's very nice. Yeah. You believe in person development of because course. if you have mentors in... Can course. you tell us for, from your perspective, what does person development mean? Ooh. Because, you know, there are a couple of words that now we see in the world yeah. it's like entrepreneurship personal oh, development gosh. from your perspective you know before that mm. i'm going to talk about entrepreneurship yeah. because i hate that word mm. so much i hate it when people mm. call me entrepreneur because entrepreneur means when you really risk it all yeah and you don't sleep mm -hmm. to deliver your passion and what mm. you told yourself you were going to do these days people open a crypto wallet and they call themselves an entrepreneur correct <laughs> Correct. Let's go back mm -hmm. to the real definition. Correct. Correct. Um, and as for personal development, I think it's this this desire mm -hmm. you have to always download the best version of yourself. If you move with integrity, you're always going to win. Mm -hmm. So if you're trying to always be the best you can be, 
you will win. Mm-hmm. You will be okay. You will find happiness. You will be fulfilled. If you're not interested in personal development, don't be interested in any kind of development. True. Because it's not going to happen. It's, you you haven't, for example, let's talk about you. For a personal development perspective, do you make it a necessity or a must to learn something every day or not? No. Mm-hmm. You, know. you know what I do make yeah. a necessity? I read every day. Mm-hmm. It's my therapy, it's mm-hmm. my learning. Even if it's just 10 minutes, I read a few pages of my book mm-hmm. every single day. You know what it does? It almost resets True. me. I escape for 10 minutes mm-hmm. into another land. True. And it then, when I come back back to it, I close the book, I go to sleep, whatever. I've come back to, to this world with a different perspective because I got to escape for 10 minutes. True. It's excellent therapy for me. Reading. And it keeps my English good. So let's talk a little bit about how do you manage to be as successful in any kind of project you run? You need to stay focused. Yeah. And we live in a life or an era that distraction is everywhere. Oh gosh, how yeah. do you manage? For me, it's going to the gym. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not for the reason you might think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't often put on weight or anything mm-hmm. like that. Thank, thank you, God. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's for my mind. Yeah. So whenever I'm feeling a bit off, physically, emotionally, not focused, I just hit the gym. Mm-hmm. That that's my answer to everything. The same feel. So yeah. But how do you say no to things? I can. Oh, I I have. Oh, I I have no issue with that. Oh my god. I. You know, some people have FOMO. Yeah. I have JOMO, joy Uh, of missing out. I have no issue with that. Can you repeat it again? Because (laughs) can you? So some people have FOMO. Yeah. I have JOMO, joy of missing (laughs) out. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, I told you from when I was a kid, mm-hmm. I was a bit of an introvert. Yeah. So for me, I love one-on-one. Mm-hmm. I love one-on-two. Big groups, not interested. So if there is a social event or even a networking event or a plan that pops up, mm-hmm. I'm just not interested. If I can just every day stick to my focus in life, I am the most happy. So, you know, some people are social butterflies yeah, and they thrive off it. They actually get energy mm-hmm. from crowds. I don't. I get energy from being alone. So when you have a lot of alone time, you have a lot of time to to align with your goals. But that doesn't make you feel that you're losing opportunities. Never. 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 You know, a lot of people insist mm-hmm. that networking is key. And I'm not saying that it's useless. Mm-hmm. Nothing beats hard work. That's all 100%. I'm saying. But That's nobody grows saying. alone. No. Being in I, the right circle, being in the... Being in the right circle. What, what you know, do you mean by that? Because, you know, a lot of people say, and I, I'm a strong believer in this as well, mm. your net worth is your network. Mm-hmm. So being in the right, with the right people, yeah. the right network helps you achieve your goals. I'm not saying this 100%, faster. 100%. Yeah. But I'll tell you something. Mm. If you really are in the right group... You don't need to jump Your in Your friends, your colleagues, they won't mind if you can't make it. And when you need them, they will be there for you. True. And you'll be there for them too. So you don't need to be frivolous and say yes to everything and feel this pressure. I'm so solid in my network. And my network is not very big. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's small, but it's quality. Yeah, true. And maybe that comes with time. In my 20s, I was, I was jumping countries mm-hmm. just to attend the next party and whatever. And I, I thought it's what I wanted. Then once you've done it all, you realize, uh, you realize uh, that it doesn't give you what you want. True quality. Let's yeah. talk about entrepreneurship a little bit. Yeah. What do you think makes Saba a successful kind of qualities, kind of skills? I think it's one. I always try to be authentic. And it's really hard. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when you're young. Being authentic as an entrepreneur 
it allows you to drop your ego. Hmm. If you're running a business and you don't have an ego, you don't take things personally, you can respond well to feedback or criticism, you respond well to failures, you move with integrity, you don't move with emotion. So when you try to be authentic, everything falls into place because you have the right intention moving forward. That is, for me, that is the secret to the little success I've had in life, is authenticity. That is, in my opinion, the most valuable currency an entrepreneur can have Absolutely. because you escape so many pitfalls if you remain an authentic person. I love it. And it's harder. It's hard. Yeah. It's yeah. True. If people now just graduated yep. and come and came and asked you, yep. should I be an entrepreneur or yep. not? Should I start working in a company and yeah. then being an entrepreneur? Your view on this one. You know, when I graduated, I didn't have the option mm -hmm. to start a business immediately. I also probably didn't know how. Mm -hmm. Social media wasn't True. big then, many, many years ago. Yeah. Uh, but now I would say go straight to a business. I, I don't think you need that corporate experience. I tell you why everything is now online. Mm -hmm. If you're willing to learn and put the time in, you can learn everything I learned at, at NSC Young on YouTube probably. And I think everyone, anyone can be an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Anyone. Anyone can be an entrepreneur. If you can manage to be authentic, you'll realize that, okay, if you're not an alpha personality, you won't have an ego problem if mm -hmm. you have to hire a CEO. Mm -hmm. You won't mind. Mm -hmm. Because if you're not a leader, you shouldn't be Find, a CEO. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But some people, they have so much ego that they say, no, I must be the CEO of, of, of a company. And then the, the company fails. Mm -hmm. I've seen it so many times. So whatever your personality is, you can definitely be an entrepreneur, but you just need one thing. Mm. You need to be brave. You yeah. need to be hella brave because you go to hell and back mm. many times being an entrepreneur. It doesn't mean it, it, if you have a lot of startup capital, if you have a great idea, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. You still need to be very brave. True. You know, I have an analogy of being an entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah. It's like you jumping off a cliff <laughs> and on your way down, either you assemble the plane or the parachute or you hit the ground. So you need to have very thick skin. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I told someone the other day, someone asked me, you know, what has it been like um, mm -hmm. being an entrepreneur? And I said, it's like being in a really bad car crash, mm -hmm. but you didn't die. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Coming out of it like yeah. I'm still alive, <laughs> surviving through. Yeah. What will be the top three skills uh, a person who wants to be entrepreneur should gain? Yeah, I think, I think um, critical thinking, mm -hmm. which again, you can learn online. There are so many tutorials, there are so many tests. Financial literacy. Oof, Even if you have the best accountant, mm -hmm. the best CFO, if you're standing in a meeting and you can't understand how to read numbers. that balance sheet, you're weak. True. And you will not be able to lead your team. Mm -hmm. um, another thing, the last thing is leadership. Because a lot of people confuse entrepreneurship with management yeah. it's not you hire the manager mm -hmm. you have to lead the manager and that sounds all great and whatever but it's the hardest mm -hmm. job because the role of a manager is that when your team succeeds you have to give them the win True. when your team fails you have True. to take the fail the spotlight yeah team yeah True. True. yeah how did you manage moving from corporate to being an entrepreneur and getting the idea of i will delegate and i will lead because while you're in corporate you do almost everything you own. True. 
then becoming an entrepreneur, you need to develop a team that yeah. can lead themselves. You lead them and they lead yeah. themselves as well. So you need to That's delegate. So How do you manage it? That's so it's true. When I was in, in corporate, you're right, I had to take care of everything yeah. because I couldn't even rely on anyone else to do true. my job or bits. And you wanted, to be honest, yeah, in corporate, yeah, you wanted yeah. to shine. Yeah, yeah. yeah so you you want the sardom, you want the pat on the back. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, of course. It's always a competition, yeah. isn't it? So when I left, I realized what entrepreneurship really is. And then I realized that I can't do a lot of it. So I was happy to outsource because I was quite honest with myself. I think being able to not take yourself too seriously in life helps you become an entrepreneur because you don't have an issue with outsourcing. Mm -hmm. So if I were in business with you, I might ask you, please, look, I don't know how to do, do this. this. Could you handle this or could you teach me this? Mm -hmm. Your business will be so much stronger. True. Um, so if you don't take yourself too seriously, you're able to do this. And I really don't take myself seriously. Yeah. Like I, when I have trolls on Instagram, for example, telling me that I'm so bad at business, I don't know how mm. to run a business. I help my trolls troll me. Sure. I'm mm. like, yeah, baby, you're right. Absolutely. You know, yeah. I have a couple of businesses that actually I don't know what's happening with them yeah. because my partner, we agreed, you will handle this, I mm -hmm. will handle this, mm -hmm. you will handle this, that. So that's part of also a delegation. Let's yeah. say, for example, now, a person comes to you and uh, tell you, I'm afraid. I'm in corporate life. Mm -hmm. I have my corporate yeah. uh, career. Yeah. And I want to be an entrepreneur. I yeah. want to build my business. Yeah. I'm a woman. Yeah. And I want to build my business. Yeah. But I'm afraid. I have fear that yeah. I will fail. I have fear mm -hmm. I won't make. What will you tell What I would fear say is, is everything that stops people. So, yeah. Uh, you know, fear is one of the most dangerous emotions. Mm -hmm because it can run your life. True. It can take over your life. What I would say is, I know a lot of people in that position, in this hypothetical position, and they usually attend my events when I'm public speaking, they mm -hmm. are, and they catch me after and they ask me the same thing, say I'm scared. Mm -hmm. And I ask them, what are you scared of? Are you scared of losing your, your salary? Mm -hmm. They said, no, I've saved up. Mm -hmm. I, I have a run, runway of six months. Okay, so, so are, you fear, are you fearing that the, the product or service is bad? They said, no, I, I think it's amazing. I believe in it. Thinking, okay, what are you really afraid of? And usually what, what transpires is that they are afraid of what people think if they're not a multi-million dollar business in one year. True. People's opinion. Yes. Mm. And people have to let go of what other people think. It's held me back in my 20s. It's, it's holding back young, very intelligent people. Mm. Forget the rest. Just continue marching to your drum True. and your critics will become your fans. It's, I know it's easier said than done. Yeah. But when, it's, it's so At easy to say, yeah. isn't it? It's we're humans. We, we have, have emotions, emotions of yeah, course. True. But you know, the day I stopped caring what people think, my life became amazing. Much better. I, I felt I was released from prison. You know, I have a story that I tell people when yeah. they, they ask this question. They like, let's say I die tomorrow. Mm. Mm, 10 people will come to my funeral, right? 10 mm. people, let's say 10 people will come to my funeral. Mm. And then if the weather is bad, this thing <laughs> becomes five. Yeah. So why the hell should I care too much about people? Because they won't even cry on my... Yeah. So people's opinion is, yes, there are some people that we trust and yeah. take their opinion. Of course. But at the end of the day, not anybody that's around us, we should give way to the what they say no no of course the people that i love and i'm very close to my friends and family of course i care what mm. they think i don't want to hurt them but it also they have you know their own perspective always yeah always so, uh, we listen to them <laughs> yeah, okay yeah. we make yeah. 
rationale out of it, yeah. but not putting a lot of weight yeah. because nobody has your vision, nobody yeah. has my vision. Nobody knows the context of what you are doing in life and why you're doing it. True. Because it's only your business. 100%. It's none of my business. True. I don't get to question it. And if anyone, and my family members say they come at me with their opinions, I just say, noted. True. They say, thank you, noted. And I move yeah, on. Yeah, and thank you very much. <laughs> you know, I'm looking at the paper because like we, I completely went off the questions, <laughs> but it's fine. <laughs> let's, That's okay. let's talk a little bit about your project Fix it or fix. Right? Fix, fix. Yeah. Let's talk about fix. We're doing yeah. it with Sarah. Am, yes. am I correct? Yes. So, yeah. Sarah Almodani, she's yeah. my best friend yeah. and my business wife. Yeah. So, we have been working on this. My, my best friend and business wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we've been working on fix for about three years now. Mm -hmm. wow. So, it's F I C K S. Mm -hmm. It is a health and wellness company. We have a major celebrity on board, mm -hmm. which we can um, release very soon, mm -hmm. I hope. It is a health and wellness company that uses deep disruptive science and transfers transfers that into everyday relatable products because in my my background is science right yeah. but i've only ever worked in the b2b space so mm -hmm. you would have never heard of anything that i've done because mm -hmm. it goes to big oil yeah, big farmers yeah. someone mm -hmm. biotech company who vertically integrates it you would have no idea so why can't all this amazing science be delivered to you why can't you benefit from it? Mm -hmm. So it's a line, a okay. product range of very disruptive, cool things mm -hmm. that are fixing different pain points. So we have fix your sleep, fix your anxiety, fix your wow. bones, fix your digestion. And it's all cutting edge science. What a question. These are tablets or... Uh, I can't okay. tell you okay. yet. All okay. I can okay. say is they're oh, not when going is to... going to be launched? A uh, few months, I okay. hope. We All I can say is it's not going to be boring tablets and gummies. Mm -hmm. I like that. None of that. And I like the name, actually. Thank you. Very interesting. <laughs> Thank you. Let's say, I want to like another question out of nowhere. Yeah. But what kind of hidden talent do you have or a skill that nobody knows? That nobody knows. Nobody knows. Something exclusive for the alpha dogs. I can change a car tire. No way. In 60 seconds. <laughs> no, no, really or not? <laughs> no, really. My dad taught me when yeah. I was like 10 years old because I was a son he never had. Yeah. So he taught me all these DIY things and, he, and I used it. I was in Heathrow Airport. I was mm -hmm. dropping someone to the mm -hmm. airport and I, had a, I got a flat tire and, and he had to make his flight. Mm -hmm. So I got out on the sideway and I, what's it called? The jack? Yeah, yeah, yeah I had sure, to put sure. it up. It was a big Range Rover. No took you the, took the, took tire, the tire out? I rolled it away. It's really heavy, bought, by bought the, the way. one from the boot, put it on and then I, I screwed all ones 90% because you can't do 100%. Then yeah. you wait, then you put no to 100%. <laughs> Wow. I can change a tire. That's if you're ever stuck, tell me. I'll do it for free. <laughs> That's interesting. But it's re really, you can take off a tire. Wow. 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 That's an alpha. Okay, define what's an alpha for you. For me, an alpha is someone who is brave, someone who takes calculated risk, someone who doesn't care what other people think, someone who is a leader, someone who wants to be disruptive, and someone that moves with integrity. And I don't think mm -hmm. alphas should be confused with the loudest in the room, mm -hmm. boisterous people, people who shout, people who are controlling them. No, mm -hmm. That is not an alpha. Correct. And if you look at alpha females, alpha females are amazing nurturers. Mm -hmm. They're amazing leaders. They are also very kind. If you look at alpha men, they protect, they provide, they produce. There's no, it's nothing to do with control. True. You said something very nice before we start shooting this uh, recording. You said like we can have different alphas or several alphas sitting at the same 
OCD will seem. Of course, you know why? A real alpha is not threatened by another alpha. Mm -hmm. Sure. They complement each other. Exactly. True. If you have ego problems and insecurities, you're not an alpha, babe. True. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> Let's go back to female. Yeah. And entrepreneurship. <laughs> How do you see female entrepreneurs in the Middle East? When I moved here, I was so pleasantly surprised by the respect, the honor that female entrepreneurs have here. And there are so many panels. There are so many events to help guide female entrepreneurs. I, I was shocked. Actually, my experience in the UAE and the GCC has been the best in the world. They oh, really? really give a lot of importance to the nurturing and education of women in business. Wow. And I love that. And mm -hmm. I think other countries should, in fact, take note. Mm -hmm. I was invited to the first uh, FII in Saudi mm -hmm. many, many years ago, yeah. whenever it was. And I was nervous to go because it was my first time traveling to Saudi alone mm -hmm. without a man or anything. Yeah. And, you know, I was a bit scared. I got there. I was greeted so well at the airport. They took care of me. I attended all the panel discussions. I even uh, led my own talk mm -hmm. there. We had dinners. We had um, all the hospitality. Mm -hmm. I felt so respected. I felt so included. It broke all the the nonsense mm -hmm. that you might think yeah. and hear from other people, I was very impressed. Well, from a person living or getting uh, coming from UK. Yeah. Oh, I feel uh, I feel more discrimination there. No way. Than I do here. Wow. Yes, and I have more respect and importance here. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm extremely impressed with how the Middle East supports female entrepreneurs. Mm. I love it. We talked before the episode about what made you come to Dubai. Can you share it with us here? Again? So yeah. I, I was born and raised in London yeah. and I, 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 I've been coming I to believe <laughs> everybody's talking about the American dream, American dream, American dream, American dream. Who, who talks there, about the American there, dream? There is a Dubai dream. <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't had anyone yeah. mention the American dream in a very mm. long time. Mm. Um, so, so I born and raised in London and I was educated there. My family are there and we have been coming to Dubai for about 15 years anyway, holiday, chill, mm. whatever. And I was sitting with my dad and he said, why do we live here? I said, what do you mean? We're from here. He said, you pay 50% tax. You pay for private medical, private dental, road tax. Then you get mugged on the street. You're fearing for your life. Why would any normal logical person invest in this country when it's not investing in you? Mm -hmm. And I didn't have a reply for him. Six weeks later, we packed our bags and we no moved. Way. Yeah, yeah. Because if if you're a risk taker, yeah. okay. Have you heard anyone that's moved to Dubai and regretted it? No. No. Unless you make foolish moves. Uh, true. Then then enough, you, then yeah. you'll burn yourself anyway. Mm. But it is it is a hub of amazing entrepreneurship, amazing minds. Because now you have people from Europe, Canada, Australia. Everyone is mm. coming here. The, the mental strength and the, the equity True of this equity. country mm -hmm. has skyrocketed. True. You know, before, okay, maybe 10, 15 years ago, it was different. It was different. Yeah. I, I struggle sometimes mm -hmm. to have intellectual conversation with people. And now no one cares about what watch you're wearing mm -hmm. at the table. Now people care about what's in here. Yeah, and I love that about Dubai. And I feel safe. We're like almost like a year, almost. Yeah. Right? So it's yeah. where we share the same yeah. lovely experience. Yeah. I believe in having habits and routines mm. 
in your life, it will contribute to your success. True. So if it's true, what habits and routines do you have? Oh, I have I have a few because routine has actually saved me. Mm-hmm. Routine has saved my business probably many times. Um, besides going to the gym, I I do a lot of self care. Self care for me is a big reason for my success mm-hmm. because some people think self care is shadow. To me, it's respecting myself. So there are days when you know, you don't feel like getting out of bed, mm-hmm. or you've had a really bad week and you feel demotivated. When I practice self-care, which could be going to the gym, mm. um, sorting out your skin, or dressing spa. well. Yeah, mm-hmm. spa, even dressing mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. You know, not staying in your pajamas. Mm-hmm. Dress up for yourself. I, I remember that I respect myself. Mm-hmm. I remember my duty, and I start respecting everything I'm doing and my responsibilities, and I have this click moment. Mm-hmm. I think I'm back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you do this regularly yes I, I mean anyone that knows me knows I'm uh, always at the spa <laughs> at the clinic or at the salon <laughs> okay. everyone makes fun of me but it makes me so happy mm-hmm. it makes me feel so good so that when I go into a meeting I am 10 you're times fresh, happier for you you're fresh sharp, my brain's happier. better I'm smiling I will do so much better for you true true mm-hmm. what kind of message would you like to leave our audience with today a message I think I've got to go back to the fear. Mm. I know a lot of people are struggling with what people think in business right now. And I've just got to tell you, Mm. forget what anyone thinks of you. If you have critics, you're probably doing something right. Mm -hmm. You're probably breaking boundaries and you're changing the world and you're changing the business, the industry that you're in. So if you have critics, keep going, just close off your ears. And one day those critics I guarantee you will become your fans. 100%. <laughs> we'll cheer for you. We both gone we'll through it, I'm sure. <laughs> cheer for you. Even from the close people, actually. Yeah. Oh, you oh yeah. Oh, don't get and me started yeah. on that. Yeah, we need another <laughs> yeah, hour. Yeah, <laughs> we have a tradition in our show. Yeah. Which is called the Alpha Talks Memoir. Oh. So the Alpha Talks Memoir, in a very simple way, it is every Alpha guest yeah. has to do three things. Okay. The first thing, you have to write your experience about the Alpha Talks podcast, mm-hmm. your experience. The second is to write a question for the next Alpha guest. Oh, nice. Any question. They will not know nice. who wrote it, but okay. it's a way of, you understand, connecting Alpha guests together. Nice. The third is who do you recommend as our next Alpha guest that will really inspire Got it. and add value to our audience? Okay, brilliant. So before moving to this, I have to ask you the question. Okay. <laughs> The question says, we were sent here to make a difference. Yes. How will you be remembered? I will be remembered as Pakistani British woman who did whatever it takes to contribute to evolution. Wow. Strong words, <laughs> solid words. You are. Love that. <laughs> Love that. Saba, thank you very thank much. You. I really appreciate it. And I'm sure Likewise. that our audience <laughs> will appreciate it and love the value that you give to them today. I can't wait to watch it. Thank, thank you, you for very much. Me. I appreciate it. Thank Likewise. you. That wraps another inspiring episode of today's show. I hope that this episode has ignited your inner alpha and left you feeling inspired, motivated, and ready to conquer any challenge that comes your way. 
Remember, alphas aren't born, they're made. It isn't about dominating others. It's about embracing your authenticity, leading with integrity, and making a positive impact on the world. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the Alpha Talks on your favorite podcast platform. Leave us a review and share the podcast with your fellow alphas. Also connect with us on social media at Safer Hakim. Share your thoughts, insight, and stories of personal and business growth with us. Let's create a movement of alphas supporting one another. The world needs more alphas like you exactly. Until next time, stay bold, stay driven, and stay alpha.